Hey Aquascaper, Sean here, and uh, it's time for This Week in Facebook. So what's going on this week in Facebook? Well, it is time for some RO hyperbole. I saw an interesting video recently from somebody who's pretty well known uh, and followed by many, many people really <laughs> blowing up on RO water and the use of it. Uh, there are a few things that I think are important to address from the video and the reason I'm doing it specifically is because um, this person has a loud voice, so to speak, uh, that's amplified and shared and when they give some misleading hyperbolic information, I think it's important that we correct it as best we can because, you know, this is a, a hobby, an art form that many of us love to do and we want to see other people do it and we want to see other people be successful and you have to have good information to build upon in order to do that and that's what we've tried to do in the podcast and when I see something like this, I think uh, I'm going to call it out a little bit. Uh, so, you know, here it is. The video talked about how RO is slowly killing your plants and really didn't focus on what should have been the focus is that if you use RO water, you need to remineralize it. Yes, it's absolutely true that RO water strips away all the minerals, everything from your water, and that plants need those minerals to grow in a healthy way. But it doesn't mean don't use RO. If you use RO, you need to remineralize it. Now, I am hardly an advocate for RO water. Uh, most times I'm gonna tell people, use your tap water. Uh, generally, I can only speak for those within the continental US because that's where I live and um, generally the treated municipal water uh, right from our taps is within a fairly narrow range of parameters and all of those parameters or, the, or that range is good enough to grow almost any aquatic plants and so um, you generally you don't need RO water. Now with that being said, you do need to know what's in your water. Uh, what are the levels of magnesium? What are the levels of calcium? Do you need to add a GH booster? You know, maybe you have high phosphates. So if you have high phosphates, it doesn't mean you need to go to RO water, it just means hey, don't, do, don't dose phosphate. So it is important to know what's in your water. If you are someone that has some very high hardness levels, I mean, KH beyond, um, you know, I would say eight or even higher than that, maybe you do want to consider RO water. It might make things a little easier. Um, but you got to remember, as we're saying, plants need these minerals and so most of these aquatic plants we're growing have adapted to grow in a range of hardness levels and they appreciate some degree of hardness there are some plants out there that do need softer water um, generally f in my opinion uh, many of those plants aren't that great for aquascaping uh, a lot of people who keep them are more interested in collecting and growing different plants growing difficult to grow plants because these are particularly difficult to grow in, in many instances these are things like erios um, and I've grown some easier erios like uh, erio parkeri in my tap water no problem thing grew like a weed and then there are the Signanthus species or genus that many of them do require softer water. 
I have had a little difficulty with some Rotola Macondra variants. My tap water is about a 6kh, um, give or take some depending upon the time of year. And, uh, you know, and it could be just finicky CO2 or things like that, but I, I do have some issues with them and I think it might be a little to do with the the um the higher cage level but again there are many plants out there that are easier to grow that will do the same thing for your aquascape they'll give it a, the same look they'll give the color things like that so um lots of times i encourage people to try and pick the easiest plant to grow um that's going to give you the look you want don't necessarily chase difficult to grow plants if your goal is a comprehensive look for an aquascape um but if you're someone who likes to grow difficult plants hey more power to you there's nothing wrong with that part of the hobby either i'm just saying if you're aquascaping you know it's generally a a good idea to choose something that's easier to grow than something that's more difficult to grow that's a little bit of a wide tangent there but let's come back to the ro water so let's say you do use ro water you can remineralize it there's gh boosters there are uh, commercial products available you can buy various powders Um, you just need to strip it down and then you add back in the minerals to the level that you want so you can hit a target kh you can hit a target calcium and magnesium level it's not hard to do um, but it can be a bit time consuming it does make water changes a little more uh, difficult things like that Uh, that's why i don't use it i have in the past uh, but it was kind of a pain in the butt to be honest with you Um, i didn't like the work and for me, this hobby can't be a ton of work. I make it enough work by keeping more than one aquascape. Uh, so if I'm trying to treat and store water and then get it to the various tanks around my house, that is a huge pain in the ass. I don't want to do it. It's up to you if you want to. I think for most people out there, you don't need to use RO. But if you remineralize it, it's not going to murder your plants. All right. And the last thing I think is important to address from that video is he mentions to use, if you really want some great water, use the wastewater line from the RO unit because it's full of these minerals. Do not do that. Please don't do that. That water has a very high TDS. Uh, It has an extremely high hardness level because it's taking all those minerals out of your water and it's going down the drain if you're doing RO right and not into your tank. Uh, That huge fluctuation in uh, iron ions and minerals and TDS, if you have shrimp, it'll probably kill them. If you have fish, it might kill them. Uh, So while these things aren't inherently harmful, uh, if those levels are stable, introducing really high TDS and really hard water into your tank is not a good idea. Again, we want things within a range. Plants do fine within a range, but we want to avoid extremes, right? So we want to avoid really hard water and we want to avoid really soft water. Um, That's the other thing uh, beyond just having minerals for plants is you want to have a little bit of KH for buffering. You don't want to have uh, pH crashes, which um, a KH level Generally, a four is ideal, but some people can go down to two. I've heard of people even using down to zero, but you got to be pretty experienced. You got to have very stable uh, parameters because low, low KHs can lead to pH swings, um, basically a pH crash, uh, which can rapidly alter dissolved ions, which can cause um, the death of fish uh, and other critters in your tank and plants might do just fine to be honest, but that's pretty much it. That's my spiel. I want to set the record straight here, right? RO water is fine to use. You can remineralize it. You can hit your target parameters and you'll do just fine. But at the same time, 
you don't usually need RO water. If you have tap water within a pretty broad, normal range, you can grow plants just fine. You can aquascape well. And I'd encourage everyone out there to know what's in their tap water and decide if RO is needed for you. Uh, Most times it's not going to be. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, This is Sean on a little bit called This Week in Facebook, calling out some bad hyperbolic misleading information on a recent YouTube video uh, that I saw on Facebook. So tell me what you guys think. Are you using RO water? Why are you using RO water? And if you're not, why not? Nah, forget that. If you're not, that's probably fine. All right, take it easy. Sean signing out. Keep on scaping. Alright guys, that's it for this week's episode of the Aquascaping Podcast. Thanks again for joining us. I'm your host, JR. Check us out at aquascapingpodcast.com. You can listen to all the episodes and interviews there as well as on Stitcher and iTunes. Send in your comments and questions to aquascapingpodcast at gmail.com. Have a great week, everybody, and we'll see you next time.